Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at router and switch file maintenance. We'll be discussing router and switch file systems, using a text file to back up and restore a configuration, using TFT to back up and restore a configuration, use a USB to back up and restore a configuration, and finally, password recovery procedures. This episode is part of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. The Cisco iOS file system allows the administrator to navigate to different directories and list the files in that directory. Now, the administrator can also create subdirectories in flash memory or on a disk. And the, the directories that are available depends upon what device you're actually on. We can issue the show file systems from our privilege exec mode, and it'll list out all the file systems. If you're going to compare this to like a computer, these would be all the hard drives in your computer. Right here would be all the hard drives. We have a system system drive, we have a Tempsys, we have a boot flash, we have a flash, we have a USB, we have a web UI, we have a null, tar, TFTP. These are all the storage locations you have. Over here, this asterisk, this asterisk indicates the current default file system. So if you don't specify a file system, file location, it will default to that boot flash or flash. By default, once again, the boot flash and the flash were the default file systems. If we type in DIR, which is short for directory, we're going to get a directory listing of the boot flash of all the files that are in there. This here is all of the files that are listed in the boot flash. We can find out different types of information. The read, write, the execute settings of that. How big is this? When was this modified? And also the time. We can find all that out. We can see the list of all of, all of the information. Navigate around the file system. A lot of the Unix and Windows command prompt, uh, PowerShell commands, they work on the Cisco IOS. Now, to change the directory, you type in CD, short for change directory, and then what file system you want to go into. So we want to go into the NVRAM. We can then confirm that we're in the NVRAM directory by typing in PWD, print working directory, or present working directory. That prints. What directory am I in? Well, we changed to the NVRAM, so we should be in NVRAM. That confirms, PWD confirms that we are there. Go ahead and type directory out, and then that gives us a listing of all the files that are inside of the NVRAM file system or NVRAM directory. You can do the same thing on switches. You can use the show file command the CD commands, the DIR commands, all on there. Once again, the different file systems that are available depends upon your devices. So when we do uh, show file systems on a switch, you can notice we have a little bit different file systems available to us. 
One of the things you can do is you can save your configuration to a text file. You can back up your configuration to a text file. You are not actually pulling the configuration off. What you're doing is you are issuing like a show run command where it lists out all the settings of your device and you're storing the results of that show run in a text file. It's not a function of your networking device, not a function of the router or switch, but it's a function of the terminal emulation software you're using, TerraTerm, PuTTY. What you do is you open up your terminal emulation. Here we have TerraTerm. You click on file and then you select log. When you select log, first thing you have to do is choose your directory. Where am I going to store this? Right here, it's going to say it's going to store it in the My Directories folder, and then you give it a name. Whatever you want that name to be, and it helps to be descriptive, a lot of times you have your device name. Our device name here is R1, then this is the config, and a lot of times I put the date and time here. Just so when I save multiple copies of this, I know what which version this is. Or maybe I put a descriptor in here saying this is pre-update or pre-upgrade or pre-reconfiguration. That way I know this is my last working good one before I made a change and hopefully not broke it. But if I broke it, I can revert back to these settings. Once you put your name in there, go ahead and click save. When you click save, this TerraTerm log window will pop up. What happens now is anything you type in the TerraTerm window or anything get, that gets printed gets put into your text file. At this point in time, you would do a show running config on your screen inside of TerraTerm. You would see all those settings go by. You'd hit the space bar to go all the way through that. You could do a show startup config hit the space bar, go all the way through that. Each one of those lines, each one of those characters gets written into that text file. When you're done displaying that information you want, go ahead and click on close. When you click on close, it closes that text file. Then once it's closed, you can go into where you save that text file, open it up, and there's all of your settings. If you have a text file of your configuration settings, you, you saved all your settings to a text file, you can actually use that to restore your configuration. You can copy from that file and directly paste it into that device. Once again, you're pasting inside of your terminal emulation. You're pasting inside a TerraTerm. You're pasting inside a PuTTY. There are a few issues, though, with it. You're going to have to do some editing to your file. Remember when you sit down and type show space running dash config you hit enter at the bottom it has a dash dash more dash dash well because that was displayed on your screen it's also going to be or saved in that text file so you need to edit those out if you got a, an ios system message uh interface went up interface went down new adjacency whatever it is you'll have to edit those out the other thing you have to do is list your encrypted passwords you have to type them out in plain text otherwise what's going to happen if you list them in in, in the encrypted form they're going to re-encrypt the encrypted and so you're not going to have the right password so you have to go through any encrypted passwords you have to set them in plain text you need to be in the right mode when you paste this in 
and think about that. You go in there and you type enable to get into privilege exec mode. You type in config T to get into global configuration mode. Either you have to have those, you have to put those commands in the beginning of your text file so that you get in the right mode, or you need to get into the right mode and then paste that, that file in there. And how you do that is you go to file in your terminal emulation, tear term or putty, you click on the file and then you click send file. This is after you edit it, you locate that file that you want to, that you want to upload. You click open and it's going to paste all the content from there into your, into your device. You're going to see it go on your screen, which is being typed into your device. So your configuration is being put into there. All of those commands, they're being applied in the CDL. There is another way to do this. Instead of using the file and send file method, you can go and you do your terminal emulation, get into the right mode, global configuration or whatever, highlight, open up that text file, highlight it, copy it, go back into your terminal emulation, and then hit the right mouse button. And the, when you click the right mouse button, it'll paste everything you just copied into that TerraTerm window, just like you were typing it, making all those settings on your device. I hope you're liking this episode on router and switch file maintenance. If you have the time, please leave a comment and let me know what you think about router and switch file maintenance. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. We can use TFTP, a trivial file transfer protocol server to back up and restore our configurations. What we use is the copy command. And when you use the copy command, you put the word copy in there and then it goes, where are you copying from? And then where are you copying it to? So you, these are those system locations. These are the files that are on or file systems that are on your devices. They can be NVRAM or flash, or they can be a service like TFTP. And to back it up to a TFTP server, we're going to copy and you're going to take your current setting. So it's the running config. So copy running config and where are we putting it to the TFTP server? You hit enter. Then it needs to find out a little bit more information from you. What, what is the IP address of your server? Now, before you do this, I would probably ping your TFTP server. I would ping your TFTP server. Make sure you have that connection. Once you verify you have your connection, then you can do the copy running config TFTP. And then when asked for the remote host, you can put the IP address of your TFTP server in there. Then they're going to ask, what do you want the name here? The default is R1 config, the name of our device with dash config at the end. If it's something simple and temporary, I would, you could probably take that. But once again, I would probably put a more descriptive name on there. The device, the date, and here they have month, year. I would go so far as saying the, the year, the month, and then the date. And then maybe even a description after this. 
And especially if I'm making a change, this would be pre-change, pre-OSPF uh, reconfiguration. So that way I know it. Then the next line here is the, are you sure you want to do this? If you are, just hit enter. And then it will give you a status update saying writing. As it's updating the file, it's going to give you exclamation marks. The number of exclamation marks will vary slightly. But when it's done copying, it'll give you your OK. So that backs up the file from your device to a TFTP server. You can then do this in reverse because it's just the copy command. But now you change Tia, you change your to and your froms around to restore from the TFTP server. So to copy from the TFTP server to your running config, the command would be copy. Where are you copying from? Well, it would be TFTP. Where are you copying to? This would be our running dash config. And that would pull the config off of the TFTP server and load it in as your running configuration. You can also use USB devices for storage or even to boot off of on Cisco devices. Here's a Cisco router. On the back here, we have our USB ports. Now, depending upon the model of the device you're looking at, that will determine what types of USB ports you have and what USB media you can plug into there. You can back up and restore configurations to that. You can load in ISO. You can even use it as an additional boot device. If you're going to use USB as a backup and restore device, First thing you should do is issue the show file systems command to make sure your USB device is showing up and what the exact name is of it. Once you figure that out, what the exact name of your USB device is, then you can use it to backup and restore configuration. That's using that copy command again. Once again, it's following the basic principle, copy. What are you copying from? So where are you copying it from? And where is it going? So the from and the to. We're going to back up our running configuration. So how our device is configured right now. And then we're going to copy it to the USB drive. Notice the name. USB flash zero colon. You got that name when we did our show file systems command. And then it's going to ask for the file name. If you want running dash config, that's what you entered right here. As that, you can go ahead and enter. I highly recommend not doing it. Put something more descriptive, probably even more descriptive than what's here, at least putting the date and time in there. If there's something, if there's a file, if there's a file existing already, you can actually overwrite it. Then it'll tell you how many bytes it wrote and how long it took. To restore configuration, you need to know a little bit more information. In particular, you need to know the file system name, so USB flash zero one colon or zero colon, and then you also need to know the file name. Once we have our file system USB flash one, we can do a directory on it. So directory USB flash zero colon, it'll list out all the files. Here are the files on our USB drive. This is our configuration. Once again, hopefully you gave it a little bit more descriptive name than that. So now we know the location 
USB flash zero colon, and we know the file name. Once we know that information, you can verify it by using the more and then USB flash zero colon forward slash, meaning it's in the root directory r1-config, a sensitive name here, and it'll list out all of your the contents of that file. Once you're happy with that, what that is, we can go into our copy command. So we're going to copy from the file system of USB flash zero colon forward slash, meaning from the root directory of that USB drive, this file name r1config, and then we're copying it into our running config. So that would restore from USB flash into your current configuration, into your running configuration. Passwords are set up on your devices to prevent unauthorized access. You don't want anybody going in there making changes to your devices, only authorized people. Setting passwords, sometimes they get lost. Sometimes you type them in wrong because there's not a confirmation. Type your password in once. Please type in a second time to confirm it. Sometimes you just typed it in wrong. You typed it in. A lot of times I hit a space at the end because I'm so used to when I type, I always hit the spaces automatically. Sometimes I capitalize the first letter because that's what you always do on a sentence. Whatever the reason is, the password you think it is, isn't logging you in. And so we have to do password recovery. Now to do password recovery, you need to have physical access to your device. You need to be physically act or you have to physically be there with your device, you need to be within a console cable connection of it. And a lot of times you actually need to physically interact with it. Pushing the status button would be a great example of how you would physically interact with it. Now, the password recovery for each device or each type of device is a little bit different. There isn't a standard password recovery for Cisco devices. There's not even standard password recovery for Cisco switches. Each family of switches has a little bit different process to go through for password recovery. The generalized steps for this, the basic principles, there's six steps. First one is we need to enter in this Raman mode. This is a root level operating system before the iOS even gets loaded. We need to change the configuration register to say in, when you boot up, don't boot up into the startup config skip that file and just boot into a, a blank router with no configuration. Once you're in there, once you're into that device, then you copy the startup config, the, the config that has the bad password into your running config. And so you're in the device with the bad configuration, you can go and reset your passwords. You can change those passwords to whatever it is, your VTY terminals, your privilege exec mode, you can change those. Once you made that change, then save your running config that has the new passwords in it to the startup config. After you save your running config, on some devices, you need to change the configuration register back. Once you do that, then you can reload your device. These are the basic steps. How does this work? We're, we'll show you an example here. First, you need to get into Raman mode. To get into Raman mode, it's different on every device. Some, some of them you have to hold the status button in until a certain light blinks and then you can let it go. Some of them you hold it in for a much longer time. Some of them you have to do a key break sequence on your keyboard through your console connection. 
when you successfully interrupted that boot process, you're going to get a prompt here that says Raman 1. Now, every time you enter in a line in Raman, this number will increment. So Raman Mon will be the first time. If you hit enter, it's going to say 2. You enter in a command here, then it's going to go to 3. And so that number will increment as you work through that. Once you're in there, you go and you change your, your configuration registry. You have to set it to the value. Typically, it's this 0x2142. 0x means here that this is a hexadecimal value. This is hex2142. This signifies to the device, when you boot up, ignore that startup file. When you change your configuration registry, you can do you type in reset. And notice how the numbers have changed. We went from Raman 1 to Raman 2, meaning this is the second Raman command we've entered. When you type in reset, it's going to reboot. It's not going to use the startup file, that startup config file. So you're not going to have your bad password. Once you're into the device, this is where we copy the startup config where we skipped in the boot up process into our running config. We'll copy that in there, confirm that. You'll get a message saying we copied so many bytes in so many seconds. That bad configuration is now loaded in memory. The reason we can do that is we skipped it on boot up so you don't need the passwords. Now let's go ahead and load that into memory. Once you're in there, you can go and change the passwords that weren't that weren't correct. We go into global configuration mode. Here we, we're resetting our enable password to Cisco. Maybe the first time you did it, it was a capital C. Maybe you double typed I in the center. Maybe there was a space at the end. Whatever the reason, it wasn't working. So we had to bypass the startup, load it in, and now we can, we can set the password. Once we set that password, we change our configuration register back. Some devices you have to, most of them you have to. So now this setting here in the configuration register says, use the startup config. Use the startup config. Before you log out, make sure you copy that new running configuration you just, you just created where you had the correct password into the startup file. If you don't do that step, it's gonna use the old startup file when you reboot and you're gonna be still locked out with the password. The copy run start here, you confirm the name here by just hitting the enter. It's gonna build the configuration and then it's going to give you a message saying, okay, we're all done. At this point in time, you could leave this because you, you have a new startup config with a correct password. You've changed your configuration back, your configuration registry back to say use the startup file when you boot. I personally like to reload my router just to confirm that it's done. I have my system down. I've been rebooting it. I've been doing the configurations. So if you have to reboot it a second time, it, it's probably, you're not going to cause any more problems than you already have at this point in time. You do the reload just to confirm that your password is set. So I like to do the reload right away just to confirm my password is set correctly. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on router and switch file maintenance. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. 
There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking security and automation for the CCNA. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking security and automation for the CCNA. I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.